This one pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like a pizza in Mystic Connecticut. And that's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in this Connecticut. Sorry, I'm ruining the house. No, no, great ahead. You can't possibly ruin it more than I've already done that. <laughs> Anything short of like sitting in here and smoking for seven years, you're probably. You've lived in here for seven years. Mm-hmm. The same crumbs. I own it. Though, so. that. Right. Oh yeah. I don't know when the last place was that I lived for seven years. Mm. I haven't lived in a place longer than a year. Well, like yeah. before that, I moved like I think seven times over the course of two years, mm-hmm. and I was just like yeah. sick of it. So yeah, I usually stay in a place I think for two years. Although I I have definitely done like one year stints. You know, it was cool watching something only sixty seconds long four times in a row just for the experience. <laughs> like that, right? I noticed more things. Now you want to watch all movies that way. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, they're little slices of heaven. Each minute of Mystic Pizza. To Mystic Pizza's credit, I think it like kind of stands up to the uh, repeated viewing mm-hmm. for the most part. Like surprisingly, it would be cool maybe. to find a playlist of like best minutes in movies, mm-hmm. and then that's like people who speed read. You could just watch the best minute of each movie four times and then I bet in like small talk conversation you could really comment a lot on something obscure like oh did you know the set designer on that movie also did you see that and you would really sound like you know what you're talking about I'm like waiting to run into somebody whose favorite movie is Mystic Pizza yeah I, I had that so happen I can to be me. like oh I'm <laughs> just like so be like I'm an expert in that movie like did you know no yeah. I had this guy that was like a big like early Vincent D'Onofrio fan who was like an Uber driver of mine. Mm-hmm. He uh, recommended another <laughs> movie called that? Mr. Perfect, I think. Yeah. Or No, that's that was a different movie. Ah. <laughs> Maybe he thought you said um, Mr. Pizza? Maybe. <laughs> Mr. Pizza. Is there a movie called Mr. Pizza? <laughs> I'm sure. Let's look it up. Where's my phone? Ah. If not, somebody know. should make one. Alexa? No, it's a series. Do you have a dot in here? No, that's weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's for parents and children. Yeah. But My that's a time when it's useful. That's how they should market those things. Not that useless shit, like you're going to bake cookies and you're like, Alexa, what's the equivalent? <laughs> Did you know on, like, Alexa, you can go back and, like, listen to an archive of all of the times you've spoken to Alexa? That's yeah. cool. Remix, though. Well, sort of, except that it's, like, on the, cl- like, yep. on the cloud. That's disgusting. You know? You're right. Yeah. Yeah, they just have recordings of your voice. They know what you sound like. Everything that you're wondering on the fly or mm-hmm. demanding of Alexa. Yeah, if you compile all that stuff, you can get a pretty good like personality profile. There is a Mr. And they, they could just be dots around listening for questions. Not that I'm like a uh, like conspiracy. It just turns on when you. Oh no, you have to say Alexa. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Hate to be an Alexa in the world right now. Anytime you're anywhere mm-hmm. and someone's addressing you, they're on the. Phone. Yeah, so there's a Mr. Pizza in North Philly. There's a Mr. Pizza in North Philly. Restaurant? Mm-hmm. Or they specialize in late night food, comfort food, and quick bites. That's what we should call uh, Mystic Pizza 2. Uh, Mr. Pizza? Mystic Pizza 2, Mr. Pizza. <laughs> 3.7 stars. I feel like that's 3.7, that's not great. Yeah. 
Hard to fall. Anyway, uh, this is the Mystic Pizza Minute. Uh, this is a podcast in which we discuss the 1988 Julia Roberts vehicle, Mystic Pizza, one minute at a time, having never seen the movie before. I'm David Holford. I'm John Windsor. And with us today we have... Stevie Spitz. Welcome on the show, Stevie. What's up, Stevie? Stevie, have you, you ever seen Mystic Pizza before? Oh yeah, it's been a while since we got to do some of these like introductory Mystic Pizza familiarity questions. Yeah, right? No, I just got the cursory flavor of the movie. Uh-huh. We skipped around in Netflix, and Holford gave an overview of the plot points and the characters' names. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've seen it. You feel like you got it, though? Like, you got the gist of it? I got the gist, but the gist surprised me. Yeah, so, so, like, I don't know if I, like, mentioned this part, but, like, the basic structure of the film is we're bouncing back and forth between these three romantic pairings. So, right now, we seem to... And then, occasionally, we get these little interludes where... They interact with each Two other. Two of them are sisters. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. of them is a friend, and they're all co-workers. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's about where I am with my understanding of this minute. Well, what, so what, was, uh, what was your understanding of Mystic Pizza before, yeah, uh, before today? Give us Mystic Pizza knowledge. Before? Like, uh, when was the movie existing? I will tell you exactly. When was the first time I got home from work at 6.30. Only today, after work... Did I even Google it? Did I even put it into Google? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, before seeing anything about it, I listened to the first 10 minutes of your last 20-minute podcast. Mm-hmm. D- then decided, damn, I'm surely running out of time. I should probably watch the trailer. Mm-hmm. Watched the trailer and was surprised that it wasn't No, I actually space. haven't seen the trailer. I kind of pictured it like... Was the trailer um, not in space? Pizza Planet <laughs> in Toy Story. You know how it's like a space-themed pizza? Yeah. Something about the word mystic was like giving me some cosmic vibes. So th- when I pictured this, mm-hmm. I pictured space-themed pizza. There's a little bit of space in this movie. You've got like a... <gasps> You're right. You know, yeah. The planetarium. Actually, yeah, I realize that. <laughs> Surely. Cat... Like pretty into the stars and such, and uh, yeah, stars are like a big theme in Mystic Pizza. They Cat see like, seems like the they ultimate. see a shooting star, but, but I don't like really her in this common. minute. Mm. Yeah, or in the later minutes I've seen. Well, it's really quickly, shame. let's just describe what this minute is. Okay. Yeah, this we're on uh, seventy-one. We're on minute seventy-one today. Who wants to give a rundown? I will of minute seventy-one. Okay, so we get the last line of a little exchange from the previous minute where. Basically, Charlie is very graciously forgiving Daisy for having, like, missed their date or whatever. Their date with his mom? Yeah, so she was supposed to go meet his parents for the first time, I take it, um, after having met uh, his sister for the first time, um, kind of inadvertently. So she said that, like, your mom's going to think I blew her off. Right. And so then Charlie's first line here is, my mother doesn't think. Right? (laughs) Which I thought was pretty funny. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, So then he drives away... He forgives her. Well, he gets into a BMW, right? Right, right, right. And so Daisy uh, notices that he's not in his usual red Porsche and says, uh, that's what you're driving these days. Yeah, he's or in that's these... what you're driving these days? Yeah, because he's, yeah, he's in a BMW. he's in a big like black a... BMW. He's in a Beamer. It's kind of mm. like a station wagon. Yeah, compare, especially compared to that. It's funny, it's still a really nice car. Like, you know, if somebody yeah. I was dating was driving a BMW, I'd be like, whoa. Especially like, after they just, like, ruined their Porsche. That's what he says. It's well, yeah, so it's only a bad car in comparison to the Porsche. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and he but says... But is she uh, pretty money, too? Like, that house she was in in the beginning. You know, you She's supposed to house. be, like, a working class? Because she's wearing designer shoes as I she mops the floor. when considering this movie, it's important to keep in mind how much the middle class has degraded in the uh, 20 years or, or 30 years or so since this movie came out. That's yeah, true. right. Like, 
uh, nowadays it's like an alien concept to us to see these like full-time employed people that live in a nice house, mm-hmm. you know, or a halfway mm-hmm. decent house, mm-hmm. yeah. and we're like, how did they afford that? Yeah, Daisy's family, they're not... Yeah, they uh, must be in the mob. The yeah. Arujos, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kat and Daisy's family, uh, I don't think they're like money or anything, but they're like, uh, they're established families in Mystic, you know? So and that you meant make some, money that meant on, a lot that, more on back your property, then. too. Like, that yeah. place became a tourist, and they could just be old family homes yeah and like that's kind of what my friends in Cape yeah so So, like accidental money mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. well I get the impression that like the the girls that work at Mystic Pizza their houses might have been in the family or something like I got the impression maybe Daisy and Kat's mom grew up well like Kat's working three jobs but she's going to Yale so yeah and her mom's still working despite like seeming pretty old her mom is still working which means like a fish butcher which means that she still has to work Mm. even though dad hasn't really been that hasn't been mentioned. Or is he dead? I don't think they've even said if he was dead or not, but I'm assuming he's dead. He seems kind of dead. He seems kind of dead. So she's like, that's what you're driving these days? And he's like, well, it smells a lot better than the Porsche, referring to the earlier scene in which she dumped fish into the car. And then, uh... She goes, right. And I hate it. I don't like it. Yeah. She's, like, saying it to herself because he's already in the car. Mm-hmm. The way she says right got real cringy for well, me. Well, she was having, like, Third a time. real bad evening. Like, so first off, you know, she thought she was working until a certain hour, and then, like, the person that's supposed to show up and relieve her just is, like, you know, off to the wind somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that then sucks. she misses this important date. Like, right. an important date. Uh, it's and a pretty then important one. She's, like, parents night. reminded of her own humiliation at having accused her boyfriend of something that later turned out to have an innocent explanation. Mm-hmm. So she keeps like, running over the same hills. Um, yeah, so, to her credit, she doesn't seem so mad in this scene. Like, they don't show any amount of time lapse between when... Um, yeah, she might be angry, but she, she finds out she has to say... No, she kind of seems, like, real happy to see him, and it's like an, it's a happy, like, goodbye in the car thing. Right, she any anger like is pretty the, background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're uh, they're like a pretty normally established, you know, relationship by now. I'm yeah, sure they've been well, going like, out I mean, for like, like a month. She was about to go meet his parents. You know? uh, it seems like it's a pretty serious relationship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, she wants to make a first impression on the mom, but now the first impression can only be that she didn't show up. I wonder what uh, uh, parents will make of her anyway. Did Kat know that she had this date? No, I'm assuming she didn't because she wouldn't have taken so long if she did. Makes it a, it would have been, a lot. Yeah. Like, I don't think Kat intentionally screwed over Daisy here. It would have been smart of her to let her know, though, especially if, like, her evening hinged upon her showing up one time. Mm hmm. Yeah. I noted that it was uh, windy and mystic during this scene. Mm hmm. Yeah, is it fall? All the leaves. It's about to be fall, I think. End of summer, beginning of fall. One thing I noted in that scene, because after he leaves, she's kind of stands out on the sidewalk for a minute, kind of considering her lot in life, I guess. Uh huh. And then. That same sailor extra that I've noted multiple times in this movie mm-hmm. walks out the door. The two old sailor, the one that doesn't I, uh, look like I wrote that down that too. Uh, sailor leaves. Uh, yeah, sailor walks behind Daisy, uh, leaving Mystic Pizza. I think that's the third time we've seen this extra in the movie. It's really, it's like weird that they would. This movie doesn't have that many extras. Like, there's mm-hmm. probably like thirty extras in the whole movie. Yeah. You know. And yet they chose to put one of them in a very recognizable sailor outfit. Do they just keep dressing different extras in the same sailor outfit? Or they're probably just really like this one extra. Same dude. It's like the Truman Show. It's like, okay, you're needed here, (laughs) you're needed here, you're needed here, and always wear that sailor sailor uniform. 
Yeah. Really? You want me to wear this, like, sailor uniform? Don't you think it would be more sensible if I wore normal clothing, like a fisherman <laughs> outfit? Or No! Nope. Put on that hat! Yep, you're in the navy. You you can uh, you know, you just joined the navy. You're like swabbing decks. You could be sent off. Like what is the policy around why they're wearing their uniforms out in the civilian life? Are they what? Are, I think are they're trying to the get clock? credit for being, you know. Yeah, like yeah. why would they wear that anywhere? That's I think not- it almost is kind of an on the clock sort of thing because you can be sent off to. You know, anywhere in the world at any minute. If right. You're like you, well, a sailor or you in the could Navy, like right? be on your way back mm-hmm. from something. But like when I see someone out, like what are you? I think more what it's probably the reality of it is that like they might not be at their home port there, so that might be the only clothes they have because they're like on a submarine or a boat or some other place that yeah. has like limited storage facilities. Yeah, they're docked so they mystic, just, so you know they might not really have sippies. Because mm-hmm. they're not just going to have one of those uniforms, right? Because presumably they have to Do you change call them into civvies? another one. Uh, Civilian yeah. clothes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Civvies is a word? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. It's a word. Civvies, like skivvies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, a little exactly. bit like that. I got my civvies. And, well, that's what I am. Just as, All right, cool. Is there military-issued <laughs> underwear, you think? Sure, yeah. Absolutely. So but it's like probably civvies, like a... Is what I'm <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say, though, um, if you're wearing your uniform because your uh, ship is docked, like in that town, mm. like somebody wearing a uniform in a mystic establishment, you know, you're probably less likely to get in trouble in that town oh, if course. you're a man in uniform, you know? So it's Any like town. you're docked, like you can go out and hang out, but wear your uniform and don't get in trouble. Yeah, then, no, for sure. And I think it also... Like signals that maybe you're tough and not if to be I messed a, with, and, uh-huh. you know, yeah. or maybe that you're a person you can approach, like with, uh, you know, help for something. Like you if know? you need a knot tied, you know, if you need a knot tied, <laughs> hey, go ask the sailor. He has like, uh, you know, government issued knowledge of how to tie knots. All right, so anyway, we're, we're still kind of going through the scene. So we cut to inside. Sailor did everything. You get this nice artistic shot of Daisy sadly mopping the floor after closing. Yeah, you're mop, right. a mop hits the floor. Somebody's mopping. There's a, wait, there's a lot to say in this mopping part. The old school squeegee bucket, that pail, I was really, like, she's mopping with, it's it's such a farm pail. And then it has, like, some sort of cranky, squeaky thing where she rings it out and the two little bars clamp in. Is it's that like, not how mops work these days? Either? Have you seen, like, a big mop bucket? Like, yeah, they're, like, any plastic, job, but it's the They're these yeah, big these rolly things. You fill them up and you sque- but like They might yeah, have little pockets on the side for, like, you know, your Windex and stuff. This was like a really old school mop bucket. Well, in a town like Mystic, maybe um, a lot of the tools you have at like a restaurant are kind of leftover tools from like the docks or something. It, it maybe was they such just a get like bucket. they get You're like right. free free no, buckets and stuff. And, was, and also with own. the mopping scene. Mm-hmm. Her shoes. Oh yeah, I actually totally wrote down nice shoes. Oh yeah, those are probably super expensive. If she's wearing, shoes. Uh, she's and wearing heels to mop this floor. Well, it's because she was going to go out on a date afterwards. Oh uh, right, she wore nice she's shoes. She's going to change her shirt. I think that's what's going on. Maybe mm-hmm. I just thought of that in the moment and then said it very authoritatively. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I guess I you're, really you're going to wear the shoes to work that you're going out in uh, later because you don't want to bring shoes with well, you. Well, maybe she wasn't planning on mopping because she wasn't planning on being there at closing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She wasn't planning on getting too dirty. I think dirty. the costume designer in this movie just had fun. Yeah, she might have just had some fun <laughs> shoes on. I think that's also a very and strong the earrings, like she looks. Ooh, the uh, I wrote down '80s zigzag earrings. Yeah, they're cool. They're pretty like, cool. It's one of those zigzags where it starts off kind of like 
a pretty vertical-oriented angle, and then by the bottom, it's almost horizontal. It's almost a lightning bolt. Yeah, but it's like a very distinctly 80s shape. Yeah, that's true. 80s were zigzag. 80s also had those little, uh, those little curls that were like squared off on the on the end with like triangles and stuff. A lot of loud patterns. I'm trying to think of what you mean by that. Well, imagine like a little squiggle. Uh huh. Like you know, with pretty circular curves in the squiggle. Okay, we got a squiggle. And then it's like squared off on the top and bottom. Mm -hmm. And then it's like situated. There's a bunch of them in a pattern. They're kind of at crazy angles and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there's like little triangles with like circles behind them and stuff. Like a fractal almost. Sure. It's probably because the eighties like computers got accessible enough that people are fucking around with patterns and like that all those shapes are like little vector shapes that then you can move. Absolutely. Weird, like yeah, that's so, such an eighties thing to be like boom. They're like, Whoa, we have CAD. Yeah. <laughs> that's exact it's this changes everything. Yeah, right? These shapes have power now. Yeah. The Let's make everything checkered. And then as we get better at computers, so like nineties and early two thousands things are like holographic. Well, and you know what? Because we can do saw like a lot exactly. slowly shifting from one color to, to another death. in this like ungodly, unnatural sort of fashion that just burns the eyes. Basically, I'm very against gradients. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember those folders you would have in school, like yeah. uh, in like you know sixth grade or something? Mm-hmm. Like go to Kmart and get them, and they just have like all those like fractally designs on them. Or the book socks. Mm-hmm. Those stretchy things you put over your textbooks? Yeah. I one time was um, in high school, there was, was I had this science class that I think I pretty much flunked out of. Mm-hmm. But, so instead of doing my classwork or whatever, they had, like, classroom textbooks underneath each chair. Yeah. And they just had, like, a plain white paper slip on them. And so I drew, like, original covers for every book in the classroom mm-hmm. instead of doing my work. <laughs> and then slipped them in there? Well, no, I would just take the book onto my desk, you know, find one that didn't have drawings on it, pick it up, take it over to my desk. While he's lecturing or whatever, I would draw, you know, whatever it was that I drew at the time. Yeah, I'm guessing, uh, like, scantily clad ladies, that was probably (laughs) just covering those books and that. I definitely drew all over my textbooks. I don't remember what, though. Probably, like, Jurassic Park things. I more vividly remember how I drew on my textbooks in, like, elementary school, because those were very 90s. Uh, you know what I was real into? Like, Tetris patterns. Mm-hmm. I would just draw, like, oh, this looks like it's a Tetris board. Right, right. We should have uh, more describing patterns on this show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> try, to, uh, try to create a visual with, like, your words, you know? That's yeah, what we're all about we, we here. We could have show notes where music. we could have just, like, uh, little gifs of the different patterns that we're mm-hmm. describing. So, mm-hmm. that they, you know, after you listen to it for a while, and you're like, I wonder what this pattern he's describing looks like. You yeah. can go into the show notes and... Yeah, like a, like a small gallery with each episode, you mm-hmm. know. Like That'd be great. Five or six pictures <laughs> Can of what's going on. Can I get visual with the podcast? Oh, yeah. That's you know, the well, line I, you're I not supposed to I do a special video one, but it's just <laughs> patterns. Shush. Vlogs <laughs> <laughs> uh, are like the enemy of the podcast world. Oh, I, I have a note here, which is... Oh, and that was basically... Uh, so then at the very end, Kat kind of sheepishly walks in, still mm-hmm. very made up from her evening with Tim Travers. Looking nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't she know if it's very sheepish. The way she came in, she seemed and like she apologetic. Like, uh, she like, didn't know what she was walking physically into. Physically apologetic. And then she was pretty right to me because uh, she says days, and uh, Daisy just ignores her. Okay, so Keeps wait. Yeah, she says hi, days, but like, why don't, mm-hmm. don't you come in and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, hey, days, thank you so much. 
Right. Days. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm very confused by this because, like, so she knows that she ditched her for the entirety of her shift. Yeah. Because she only showed up after closing. Like, if it had completely slipped her mind, you'd, you know, think that maybe she'd go home or something. Right. Mm-hmm. But instead, she showed up, like, it looks like maybe 45 minutes after they closed or something. Yeah, right. She better start helping her close. You know, the lights are going to be off in the next 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. we forgot to say, they have the door sign flipped to close, but the open sign is lit up. As they're talking, walking by the car, mm. it's like lit up with Sunday and. Oh, on the exterior pizza. shot. Yeah. Well, yeah. On the exterior shot, the they're still on. Just on. Well, that's conflicting. Well, no, it seems <laughs> a little bit of a jump ahead. Like we see her see Charlie off for the night, yeah. and then she goes in back inside to finish up her work because there's well, she nobody. She should turn there the light move. off, or people are going to come to the door. <laughs> well, yeah, but but like that happened. <laughs> this is after that. Mm-hmm. They were still open when the lights were on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. true. Yes, very true. At my uh, pizza place, there's um, there's a beer garden out back, you know? So um, I'm always trying to look for the switch to turn off the open sign in the beer garden because yeah. they close, like, earlier than the actual restaurant, mm-hmm. but they still leave that open light on. Yeah. And I'm always telling people, like, hey, it looks like you're open. And they're like, I don't care. Go away. I'm like, well, I do care, so give me a raise. Turn that <laughs> light off. Yeah. yeah. I used to sometimes close at uh, EB Games, mm-hmm. and I had this trick where, uh, because people used to, like, like like clockwork would show up in the last minute of the store being open and just yeah, have something really complicated they wanted to do. Yeah, that's right? the worst. And so, like, if I was there by myself, and I was generally on closing, I would kind of lower the shutter to the store by about halfway, and then just take out the vacuum cleaner turn it on and just leave it in the middle of the floor <laughs> and nobody would come in. Was this store right. in a mall? It sounds uh, like yeah, a vacuum cleaner. It was like a granite run mall, in okay. fact. Mm. Yeah, I was a, um assistant manager of the Toys R Us in the granite run mall. And yeah, I would have like a similar thing. Yeah, you, you close the shutter halfway mm-hmm. and uh, I, I used to write these uh, like notes to say that I would be like back in 10 minutes or something. Really? So at the end of the night, I put up a note that said be back in 10 minutes, but 10 minutes uh, was when the mall closed. So, I, <laughs> so you would leave 10 minutes early? Yeah, so I would basically, you know, I wouldn't leave 10 minutes early, but I would be in the back doing, like, work things, you know, like, uh, the stock room needed to be replenished and stuff like that. Yeah. And if customers are still coming in and you're the last person there, uh, you know, that takes a whole, like, 10-minute chunk out of your day. Because oh, you I have know. to walk around, see if they're stealing stuff. We're real aggressive about closing at Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Like, we get started on stuff in that last hour, and anyone that comes in, we hate. We hate them. You just and glare it's just, at them? We're just getting shit done. And we have the coffee down to, like, one pitcher sitting on the panini press, staying warm, and dump everything else. If someone wants to order a latte, like, they're getting the worst. Yeah, yeah. And then 15 minutes before close, the dining room is usually still full of people. Uh-huh. So one of the closers has to announce that we're closing in 15 minutes. Mm. And Jeremy does it the best. He's so loud. I just want to let everybody know. <laughs> we close at the 5.45 today. That's in 15 minutes. Hope you had a great time. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and you all the students are just like, they sketch out after we don't even uh We don't even do that. We uh, What we start doing is turning off the lights like slowly really throughout the passive. night. So yeah, like, uh, you know, 20 <laughs> minutes to close, sleepy. we'll turn down the backlights. Turn lights. the air up. Turn the music. Then... We turn the music like an annoying <coughs> level. Mm. Yeah. I like to do that. So if you're there at like the last minute, you're just sitting in darkness. Yeah, she doesn't have music playing. Yeah. It's a shame. I actually pretty regularly have to tell people that we're closing in 15 minutes, believe it or not. I, uh, at my volunteer gig, I, I volunteer at a homeless shelter in the city. I, like, help 
Um, I run a computer lab for basically homeless people to apply for jobs and stuff. But, you know, I only have pretty limited hours to do that. So, like, when I'm 15 minutes away from closing, you know, I say, well, the lab will be closed in 15 minutes, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And then I usually give them... small room, too, right? Yeah. And then I give them a five-minute warning. And yet still... So, okay, there's two types of people. There's the one that will leave basically the second I give the 15-minute mm-hmm. warning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other one will wait until I, like, physically remove them from the room practically. Yeah. Yeah. You wait, know? like, six minutes after be, 15 minutes. Like, I'll have to be standing over their shoulder being like, you need to save what you're doing and close this down. <laughs> so, All right. Well, um... Anyone else have any notes from this minute? I have a couple more notes to, uh, oh, about I the end of this too, minute. Actually. Um... What was yours? Okay, so mine is actually yeah, from earlier in the minute. I just wanted to comment on the goofy faces that Charlie was yeah. making when he uh, bid goodbye to uh, Daisy for the evening. I didn't really notice. And he's still making eye contact with her, doing this smirky face with his mouth open and like this little uh, silly it's... expression, and then he just sinks down into the car. <laughs> yeah, he was really having some he fun with that me. scene. Like, uh, I recommend that if you're watching this minute for the first time, pay extra close attention to what Charlie's doing. That's funny. I didn't really pay attention at all about uh, <laughs> Charlie's facial expressions. I was more focused on the trees in the background blowing. Uh-huh. I was like, ooh, it's windy. Yeah. So, that well, was my dope. Windsor, you have like a, you see this movement, right? Yeah. I, I, I see T-Rex like vision. Well, what I see is further... It's like an that, advanced form of color blindness. What I see is further than the situation at large, you know, so I get a, I get a background view. You literally missed the forest for the trees. Yeah, exactly. There's something to be said for people like that. Do you run into things a lot? I'm on it. Um, today I ran into a, uh, like a pay meter, you know? Mm-hmm. Like a parking meter. Today I ran into a, a parking meter. meter. Also known as a pay meter. Also known as a pay meter. <laughs> I ran into one today and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I should have seen that. Like, I wasn't, you know, looking at anything else. Where'd you hit it? Like, the stomach? No, it was, you know, it was like uh, my rib cage. <laughs> you just bit. went right into just it? Just bounced right off of it. I was like, whoa, where'd you come from? But then I realized I was uh, walking down the street full of parking meters and uh, I was the problem, it turned out. <laughs> Were you on your phone? No, I don't think so. I was like listening to something, so my mind was elsewhere. I have a um, walking into things involves me looking at a phone. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be careful, folks. But uh, I have a note about the end of this uh, minute. So Cat walks in, and um, you know she had been at Tim's like drinking wine and stuff. Do you think that she drank wine and drove her scooter to Mystic Pizza? I think she drank a very small amount of wine. Mm. You know. What are we supposed to imply went down? Were they hanging out romantically? Well, he's been giving her wine is the thing. But yeah, probably small amounts of it because he knows that she's 17. But she also she, like, knows that like, she's 17. He was on the couch and the she was thing. sitting on the floor. Yeah. So yeah. they weren't looking super close. I think they were just enjoying each other's company it in like an intimate kind of way. Right. Yeah. What, if, uh, what if Kat gets a DUI during like you know the final stages of this movie? <laughs> and uh, that ends up being like uh, well, that would be a fun scene. That ends up being like the deal breaker right there. Like shit, I gotta stop hanging out with Tim. I just got a DUI yeah. on my scooter. Well, like really, okay, yeah. <laughs> I guess that could happen. Could happen. Uh, who do we think won this minute? Who won this minute? Um, I was gonna say Charlie won this minute. Yeah, I think Charlie won this minute. He Even seemed though- like real cool about like. You know, he was, like, pretty supportive and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the... My mom doesn't think comment was great. Um, yeah, he held it down. Like, um, Daisy was upset. And he assured her that she didn't... There was no reason to be upset. Mm-hmm. Even if there might be, 
At least he assured her that there wouldn't be. Yeah. So I think yeah, it was nice. Charlie wins this minute. Also Probably is coach. actually leaving a bad impression on the parents, though, right? Yeah, you could say that it is. Like, first time meeting the mom and you don't show up, especially, that becomes the first impression. Especially his parents might be concerned about her, you know, her being a townie and whatever. Mm-hmm. And him being, like, a Yale baby. Right. Anyway, alright, well, uh, that's gonna just about do it for this episode. Oh, wait, no, I have one thing oh, to yeah. say. The fire extinguisher on the wall. Oh, yeah. We got a nice little this view of it right here. This wonderful antique fire extinguisher. It's like gold. It looks like there's it's, almost... Yeah, it's a copper one, I'm pretty sure. It's like very steampunk. Earth. Yeah, it's and it's massive. And and the two paintings also are... I think that may be the kind that that, uh, that like sprays water. Water? Or like a water, it's, you know, a watery solution. It's, they didn't really have like foam. It wasn't ones. like a foam thing. Yeah, yeah it wasn't I a foam you. thing. It was like, like, now it's more like a powder thing, a fire extinguisher. Yeah, if you spray a fire extinguisher at somebody, what they you're doing is spraying a whole bunch of powder, a bunch of cold powder. It's like shaving cold cream. Powder. Mm-hmm. It's not though, is it? At one That's point, really it was the cartoon like, version. In like only the early '90s, late '80s, I think it was more of like a foam. Yeah, Before that, it I've was seen. like a water solution, which is what this copper one would spray. And I wonder if the one that they have on the wall, Mr. Pizza, is an antique or if that's a functional fire extinguisher. Yeah, I have an antique fire extinguisher. <laughs> Where at? Um, I looked at the nutcracker. Can I throw it out? What? <laughs> you well, threw it getting, out? You've got to get a new one now. Well, it was, it was pretty expired, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, uh, so thanks to uh, our guest. Thanks to Steve Richardson for editing. Thanks to Windsor. <laughs> Things out of order. You're, you're very welcome. <laughs> Thanks thank to Bundler for our music. Uh, thank you, the listener, and uh, I think that's everyone. I think that's everyone. Thank Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For this fan. Thank you, Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The end. <laughs>